Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I am really looking forward to today's topic, and it is a solo show today. I haven't done a solo show in a little while. The last few episodes have just been me interviewing another person, Um, But for the next few weeks, you're going to just be with me. I hope that's okay. Um, I wanted to talk today about whether people should shoot for free. Um, This is quite a taboo topic. And I, I almost felt a bit scared bringing it up because I know that a lot of people have got lots of different opinions on it. But... I feel like it's it's such a prevalent topic within the photography industry and even more so within the fashion photography industry that I felt like I had to address it. So today that's what we're going to be looking at is whether or not you as a photographer, fashion photographer, commercial photographer, whatever you are, should be looking to shoot for free or not. So Before we jumped in, I wanted to give you a little bit of my background in terms of my experience in shooting for free. So I started out in photography very young. I was only 15. And of course, when I was that age, I was still in school and everything I did was for free for obvious reasons. I was learning, I was experimenting. Photography was very much just a game and an expression of creativity to me. It wasn't until I turned 18, the summer after I graduated high school, that I first thought about charging for my photography. And all that was, was I started out taking the odd portrait of family friends or friends of friends, people who heard about me through other people or actually quite a lot through Facebook. So I would get approached and I charged very, very little, but also once in a while I would get someone who would just say, I can't pay you, I just want to practice or do a bit of modeling, would you like to photograph me? And that's genuinely how I built a lot of my early skills. Then I came over to uni and I studied fashion photography, so obviously throughout that entire time I was most of the time shooting for free or shooting for university, Um, but I also did the odd job here and there in between. Nothing was ever of a large scale though, I was still really young, still honing my craft, learning how to use a camera, learning the ins and outs of photography, so I didn't really ask for much money from anyone. It wasn't until I finished my degree and realised that I needed to start charging actual money for my business to work and to support me financially that I ran into more and more people. I wouldn't say necessarily approaching me and saying, will you do this for free? But more people who were approaching me and asking me to collaborate. And... I don't know if you guys know the story, but essentially, in a nutshell, when I first got back into photography after university, I went down the road of wedding photography because I 
live in Cornwall at the moment and I didn't think that I could make a career as a fashion photographer work from Cornwall at all. I just I just assumed that it was impossible. So I went down the wedding photography road and in order to build a wedding portfolio, I did a lot of what the wedding industry call styled shoots. And honestly, I loved them. They were editorial style fashion shoots really, but that involved a couple in a wedding dress and wedding uh, a groom in a, in a suit. Um, but there was also a lot of like cake styling and flowers and flat lay stuff. And it was super creative and I really enjoyed it. But there was a lot of working for free. And I probably spent the first year of me trying to be a wedding photographer making not a single penny, just building a portfolio of images that looked like weddings so that I could start booking weddings. Um, Fast forward on, I ended up hating weddings and decided that I was going to make fashion and commercial work work for me from down here. And that's exactly what I did. But again, I needed a portfolio. So I did a more a heck of a lot of more shooting for free. And in fact, in the last four years, I have probably shot as much work for free. And I say that in inverted commas because it's portfolio work, but I've shot as much work for free as I have shot paid work. Um, and I think you'll gather from this that I have quite a strong stance on should you be working for free or shouldn't you be working for free? Um, and I'm going to go over like the pros and the cons and, you know, when you should, when to know when it's okay to work for free and when is it not, because there are definitely times when it's okay and times when it's not. So let's jump into the pros of working for free because there definitely are a lot. I think the first one is that you are going to make a lot of new connections. I didn't really know anyone in the photo industry at all before I started doing test shoots and free shoots. I was just me and a camera. And I think that when you start doing all these test shoots, and I still do them now at least twice a month, that's how you make connections. And guess what? Those connections often lead to paid work because the people who you shoot with on these free shoots are also trying to get paid. And when they meet someone who needs a photographer, they are going to remember you and they've seen you able to work. They know how you work so they can actually give you a good recommendation based on evidence. They're not just going off of the fact that they've seen your work and it's nice. They can actually vouch for you as a photographer. So I think the connections that you make are almost the most valuable part of the free work. The other thing is that it shows someone what you can do. Now, I speak a lot about the fact that I do a lot of pitching and in my initial pitch what I often do is offer a brand a one go of a free shoot with me and I'm not saying I go out and shoot for 24 hours and shoot a whole campaign for free no 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 what I'm saying is I offer them a, a very small maybe an hour to maximum of free shooting time with me where they get to maybe send me a product and I do a little shoot and show them what I'm capable of. And that has really got me very far in my business. That is, I'd say, the, the technique that I've used that has got me where I am today. So shooting for free gives you a chance to show people what you're capable of. 
Because the problem is that until they see what you can do for them, until they see the evidence, it's very hard for people to put their trust in you. That's not to say that the only way to get work through pitching is by offering something for free. That's not the case and there have been times when I've pitched and pitched to work for someone in a paid capacity and it's worked. But offering something, an incentive of something free that is low risk to someone you're pitching to is a really, really quick way of getting more work. Um, The third thing I wanted to mention about shooting for free, Milo, my dog, is currently having a little nightmare. So if you hear him screaming a little bit, or crying, I should say, not screaming, that's what that is. I'm just going to leave him there. (laughs) Um, The third thing that you can expect from working for free is obviously building your portfolio. Um, As I said before, I probably spent the first 10 years of my career shooting for free mainly to build my portfolio. And I still do that all the time. If you have a sort of a direction you want to take your career in, if you don't have the images in your portfolio to take your business that way, to take your photography in that direction, you need to shoot it. And most of the time, that's going to mean that you need to shoot it for free. It's going to be very hard for you to build a portfolio of work that's going to take your photography business somewhere you want to go and be paid to do so. Don't get me wrong, it's possible, but it's hard. So most of the time, the the times that you're shooting for free are going to be the times that you're building for your portfolio. So at the very least, look at it that way. Um, The fourth point is that it allows you to pivot your business. So like I just mentioned, if you want to go in a new direction, for example, like the way that I did when I decided that I wanted to go from shooting weddings to shooting commercial and fashion work, I needed to make my portfolio reflect that. And that would allow me to pivot. So what I did was shoot a lot of commercial work that was free um, to show brands what I was able to do. And that allowed me to take my business away from weddings and towards commercial fashion. People are also a lot more likely to feel like they kind of owe you something if you've done something for them for free. And this comes back to when I pitch to people and I say can I shoot for you for free to show you what I can do? Often what that leads to is them saying, yeah, sure. And then when you come back to them after you've shot for them and the next time they need to use a photographer, they're going to be much more likely to pick you because they feel like in some way they kind of owe it to you. This doesn't always happen. Of course, it's not a guarantee that just because someone just because you do something nice for someone doesn't mean they're always going to be nice to you back. It's a little bit of a risk and a gamble. But what I will say is that every time, bar once, that I have shot for a brand for free as the first go, it has led to paid work in the long term. In fact, it's led to more paid work than anything else I've done. I think that we need to slightly ease up and put our trust in our, our abilities to show people what we can do and to trust that we are good enough to um, impress the people we want to work with, but also trust that people are good most of the time. And that has been my experience. 
Free shoots also really do allow you to experiment and to learn. Um, if I hadn't done all the free shooting I've done, I wouldn't have any time to try a new technique out without fear of ruining the shots and making them look awful. Um, I wouldn't have had the time to practice learning new settings or trying new equipment out because let's face it, when you first starting and start using a new piece of kit, like a new camera or a new light kit, there's a learning curve. There's always time spent being like, oh, I don't know how this works or how do I get my, my camera to do this? Every time I pick up a Canon, I genuinely don't know how to work it. Like, I look like a newbie photographer when I pick up a Canon because I shoot on Nikon. So, free shoots like that, if you're learning to if you're learning to use new kit, I would suggest trying to shoot with it for free or like on a personal project or even just going outside on your own and practicing with it a little bit first before you take it onto a client shoot. Okay. So I feel like I've covered a lot of pros to working for free, but what about the cons? Because of course there are cons to working for free. And I think the first and most obvious one is that when you work for free, you're not getting paid. <laughs> and you need to get paid to pay your bills. So yes, there are going to be times when maybe you're taking a whole day out to shoot new portfolio work or to work with a brand that you really want to shoot for but they have decided that they they can't pay you for the first time or you've offered to do it for free for them for the first time you're taking time out of your working day you're taking time out of your working week and you're not getting paid to do so so yes that can be difficult the second thing is that you can sometimes feel that you're taking being taken advantage of I've definitely had times when someone has manipulated me or sort of allowed me to think that I was doing them a favor or to pull me in with some kind of sweet talk <laughs> and when I get to the shoot or just after the shoot I kind of have a bit of a a, f a sour taste in my mouth and I feel like I've been taken advantage of a little bit. That does happen and that is certainly a con of working for free. And the third thing is that sadly some people will take advantage of you. Um, as, as lovely as it is to talk about how good-hearted most people are and how most people will treat you with respect and kindly there are some people out there who will take advantage of you and your kindness. I have definitely had people in the past who've done this to me. Not too many times, thankfully. I, I will say that most of the time people are very generous and kind and respectful. But there is the risk that if you work for free, someone will take advantage of you and use your naivety or your kindness or your inexperience or even your lack of self-assurance and confidence to work against you. If you're just starting out and you don't feel good enough yet or you're struggling with imposter syndrome, then yes, sometimes people will pick up on that and they will use that to their advantage. I know that a lot of people will approach people and photographers to shoot for free in the exchange of exposure. 
a little bit too much. And I think when the topic of should you shoot for free comes up, it's often with this kind of like this kind of offer that it gets brought up in context of. Does that make sense? I can't get my words out. Um, People love to offer exposure as a incentive to shoot for free. And I think that as the photographer, it is up to you to decide whether the exposure is worth it for you or not. There have been times when I've been approached by brands or magazines or blogs or anything and they've asked me to shoot for them in exchange for a mention on their blog. I am very good now at getting a gut reaction of whether or not the exposure is going to be worth it or not. Um, For example, I did a shoot last year for my friend, or through my friend I should say, for Barber. Um, They are a huge brand and a brand that I really wanted to work with. So I decided to work with them on that project. And that was a free shoot, but the exposure was worth it for me. Some people will approach you with huge, you know, promises of, oh, websites get this many hits and the exposure is great. I think that that can often be a little bit misleading. So approach exposure and promises of exposure with caution um, and just be savvy about where that exposure is promising to lead you and whether you think it's actually going to help you in the long term. Because sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. The other and the last point I'll mention about a con of working for free is that sometimes it can be seen as devaluing your work. If someone approaches you to work for free and you accept it, sometimes it can make the person that you've agreed to shoot for free for devalue your work. And it can also make you devalue your work. And the reality is that your work is worth a heck of a lot. It's it's worth it to the client because they are going to be able to promote their business or sell their clothes or whatever else it is that they're selling through your images. If you do it for free, you're devaluing that value. (laughs) You're devaluing that value. You're essentially saying that what you do is not worth money. I, again, like I've mentioned, I don't think that's always the case and I think there are exceptions to the rule. It's just being aware of that and knowing when it's the right thing to do or not. So with that in mind, (laughs) when is it okay to work for free and when is it not? So I think the questions to ask yourself are, First of all, what could you gain from working for free? A lot of the time with the work I've done for free, there has been some kind of, I'm doing this because I want to get this out of this. For me, the the first times I worked with brands, I was really looking to, first of all, get those names on my website 
and get that experience and be able to say to other brands I pitch to in future, I work with this person and I work with this person and I've worked with this person. The moment I had those names on my website, things started to snowball because when they see, when a, when one brand sees that you've worked with another brand, it's almost like a seal of approval. So sometimes it's looking at it from that point of view. Is, is working for free for this person going to potentially lead to you being able to book more paid work in future? For me, that has 100% been the case. I think that every time the possibility of something free comes up, you need to ask yourself that question. What can I get from this? Sometimes it could simply be, I could get great images for my portfolio. Do you need something for your portfolio? Is your portfolio missing something that you could really do with? Is there a chance to work with an amazing hairstylist or an amazing makeup artist who's going to take your portfolio to the next level? If that is the case, then absolutely you should do that shoot. If you are going to spend hours and you're going to be shooting for someone who's not really got a name or whose name you're not really going to be able to use to your advantage or whose work you're not that astounded by, then perhaps it's not the thing to do. So always ask yourself that. What am I going to be able to get from this in order for shooting for free? The next thing I think is that is very helpful and is something that I've often, I'd say 99% of the time used when deciding to shoot for free or not is, did they approach you or did you approach them? If I approach a brand for the first time and say to them, I love what you do, I want to shoot for you, I will often offer them the first shoot for free. However, if they approach me, I will not work for free. The reason for that being is that they have already decided that they like what I do. For someone to email you and say, what would you charge for this? Or what are your rates for this? They like your work enough to email you. They are apparently like in sales mentality, they say that if someone emails you, they are 85% of the way there towards booking you. It's up to you to take it to that close. So I've always used that as my go-to when deciding on shooting for free. If someone approaches me and says, will you do this for free? Unless it's a very, very special, exceptional circumstance, I will not agree to do that for free. I will go back and say, this is my price, it's that or not. So I think that that can be really helpful as a rule almost to set yourself. If you're in the early days and you're like, oh, I keep getting asked to work for free or I don't know when I should or I shouldn't, this can help you make that sort of, that set that boundary almost of this is what I'll do for free and this is what I won't do for free. Um, I'm just reading my notes. <laughs> the The point I also want to raise is that I think that we need to trust our gut feelings a lot more. Um, I am someone who's perhaps a little woo-woo, but I, I definitely tune in to how my body physically reacts to a proposition. So if I get an email from someone saying, would you do this? We really want to work with you. 
we don't have much budget, but we can do this and this and this. If I get really physically excited, if my whole body starts to respond, I take that as a very good feeling. And I trust that. I really trust my body to know what's good and what's not. However, I also trust it to tell me when it's really not right. There have been quite a few times in recent weeks where I've been approached for various things, not just photography related, but, you know, other stuff, where I've had a quite, not even massively obvious, but a subdued negative feeling somewhere in my body. It's often for me in my, in my belly. For you, it might be in your heart, it might be in your head, wherever it feels. But you'll know within you whether something feels right or not. So whenever I receive an email like this or I get offered something, I often like to take a step back and maybe not reply immediately. Um, And if you're into meditation, this can be an amazing time to switch off, take a deep breath and just sit with it for a minute and see how it feels. Sometimes I'll take two or three days before I go back and give a definite answer just so that I can really feel what what is it, what's true to me? How am I feeling about this? And that goes on to my next point is, do you feel excited? If you feel excited about doing something, that is a legit reason to do it. You don't have to always be like, oh, okay, am I going to make this much money from this shoot or blah, 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 blah. It could just be, I'm so excited about being offered this job. This shoot sounds like so much fun. These people sound like so much fun. If that sounds like fun, the reality is it probably will be. (laughs) So if you're excited to do something, you can do it. You can 100% do it. I've been approached by people before who wanted me to do something and it was just really exciting. So I did it. And that also is, um, leads me on to my next point is, is it for a good cause? There are definitely times where you'll be approached to help people out for some various reason. You know, it could be charity, it could be someone who's in the very, very early stages and they need some help getting going. If it's for a good cause, 100%, it's up to you. Um, Everyone's got different sort of radars on what they think is a good cause and what validates being doing charity work versus getting paid. It's up to you to decide that, but that is often something that I will sit with and think, okay, is this is this a good cause? Can I help this in any way? Would I be doing something good? Would it be good for the for, would it be useful to the greater good of the planet almost to do this? So that's another reason to consider free work or not. Um and the last thing I'll say is that sometimes free work isn't necessarily free. Sometimes you can actually get something in exchange for your time. So for example, a lot of the free free shoots I've done with brands, they've paid me in pr- product or they've paid me in um, maybe services. So sometimes I will do exchanges if I need um, a new website, for example. I might approach a website designer and say, hey, do you want new portraits? Um, I need a new about page being d- to be done or something like that. So... If someone approaches you for free, if a brand approaches you to shoot for free, but, or, and they say, oh, you know, we can offer you product, 
It's up to you to decide if you want that product. There have been plenty of times when I have not really liked a brand and I've just been like, I would never wear their stuff, so no. But if a brand approaches me and I'm like, hell yes, I love their jewellery, <laughs> I'll do it. Of course I'll do it. So, um, especially if it's going to build a relationship and allow me to move on to something bigger and better in the future. So, if you don't feel 100% comfortable working for free, or if you want to do it, but you want to make sure you're getting something in exchange, you can ask for product, or you can ask for help in some other way. Okay, so the last thing I wanted to touch on was how to deal with someone when they're asking you to work for free and you don't really know how to reply, let's say that you get an email from someone and they've said, will you do this for free? You don't really know them. They've come out of the blue. They've maybe been a bit disrespectful because that can feel a bit disrespectful sometimes. How do you actually reply to that? Um, And we've all seen those things on Facebook where people have received an email from someone asking them to work for free and they've written back with a sharp and sharp, like, nasty, angry email. There are times and places for that, definitely, and sometimes they they are necessary, but as a rule, I try to always remain polite but firm. I don't like to drag things on, so I look at it as I'm not going to waste my time replying to you for that long because you don't value me so I'm not going to give you the time so I will probably if I get emails like that very short hello thank you for email um I these are my rates I don't work for free I'm afraid if you're interested feel free to get back in touch and we can discuss it's stuff like that I think that it's not worth your time spending loads of time crafting an angry email that just going to sort of give yourself a bit of relief. Um, You're better off just being quick, sending it off and forgetting about it and moving on to more important things like pitching yourself to a brand you actually want to shoot for or going out and replying to an email of someone who has actually inquired about paid work. So I think if you get emails like that, just remember that, keep that in mind, that it's not worth your time, don't dwell on it, just reply quickly, get it over and done with, and move on. Okay, so I hope that that has been helpful. I haven't done a solo show in a while, and I always forget how hard it is to speak non-stop for half an hour, Um, and I hope I haven't rambled too much but I'm very excited. I am in the very final stages of being about to launch my online course all about pitching. So if you want to be one of the first people to hear about that, it is going to be in an email coming to you very, very soon. If you're not signed up to my email list, you can do so really easily over on my website. Just go to www.oliviabossert.com forward slash free dash resources. And you'll sign up to my mailing list there, but you'll also get access to all my free downloads. There is a download on an email pitching template there, which is basically a word-for-word template of what I use to email brands when I want to pitch them. Uh, There's also a a short ebook 
all about how to use Instagram and Pinterest to market yourself as a fashion photographer. And there's a free fashion photography photo shoot checklist. There is a whole thing about how to work out who your dream clients are. There is so much in there that I can't remember off the top of my head, all of them. But I would 100% go and sign up for that and receive all those downloads. And then you'll also be the first person to hear about the course, which I'm so excited about. And I'm going to stop talking about it now. And I'll just let you get on with your day. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it's been helpful and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett. That's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five part free email course. Um, all about pitching. There's an ebook which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself it's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye!